Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Hello, hello. The levels are good. Excellent. Hi, this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. I'm Cherries. I'm Carrots. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. It was yesterday. Uh, my wife left like a bag of carrots out on the on the counter. I was doing the dishes, and I was like, "Hey, are these carrots? Someone left an open bag of carrots on the counter." And my wife yelled from the other room. She's like, "Oh, that was me. Sorry, those carrots are still good. Can you put them back in the fridge?" And then the four year old said, why was Mummy in Karis's bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, not Karis, Karis. Carrots. But it is so close. So close, little four-year-old. Oh, that's adorable. He has, very, he has so many questions about you because you're just a voice, right? Cause, uh, yeah. Cora will have the show on while she's doing lunches. Yeah. And so it's always like, Karis is your friend and at work. What does she look like? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so cute. He's such a silly little guy. And he also was wondering well, what I prefer, alligators or crocodiles? Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. I-, I don't know. Both? He's like, you can't pick both. you got to pick one. I Ooh. said, oh, God, geez, I don't know. Alligator. How about you? He's like, Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> if I knew that was an option. You didn't tell me I could go God, off. I would have picked that first, too. I didn't know that dude. they were right in votes. I didn't know that I could My do little that. little doggy dude, I would have picked that for oh. sure. See, the thing is, is the, the babies and the young people are so adorable. Their brains they're don't so, function on the same level. No, they're so cute. They are so much work, though. I mean, their cuteness is the only thing keeping them alive. Absolutely, humans would have died off. Oh, for sure. If toddlers were not cute, game over. Yeah, game I mean, over. their cuteness is directly proportional to their challenges in oh, keeping them sure. alive as the humans. The cutest kids. Yeah. Are the most mischievous. Yes, absolutely, and Man. the most difficult to parent and raise. That's Darwinism. Um, yeah, exactly. That's um, that is the case, and you know, making them from the beginning is also very challenging. You know, growing them in your body, getting them out of your body—it's all very hard. Uh, so this is uh, something that we tackle in this today's episode, episode one hundred and two of the Early Show Later podcast, entitled "Synthetic Womb." Did you, when you were pregnant, did you get the little scans of your baby? Did you get the little, like, picture? I got the ultrasound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right? And they look like aliens. They look like yes. the classic, like, the grays. Oh, yeah. Of, like, which is weird, Once, which kind of goes against our theory. So it's like, when they show you that, you're like, oh, my God, there is an alien being in my body. Not cute, ne- necessarily. Some people may be fetish- fetishize the grace that's fine but it is generally, but generally like, it's horrifying whoa. and you're like ooh take that out of me um, so luckily they get cuter yes I, I, so we're seeing evolution play out okay yeah, yeah we will talk about yeah we're growing gonna, babies babies and, and maybe alternate ways of making babies growing them you know what how could we do this differently yeah that's going to be part of the podcast. Also on the podcast today is old music killing new music. Uh, we get into an article that's looking at this and just the trend of 
you know, record companies spending a lot of money buying old catalogs of music and, you know, not really spending any money into in, on new artists. Which is weird because new artists become old artists. Yeah, that's you, how time you wanna, works. If you want to be a record company 20 years from now, maybe. Yeah, you, like, you know, maybe invest in some new music as well. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be 21 Pilots. That's it. That's it. 20 years from now, it's going to be like the classic rock band. Is 21 Pilots. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Shocking uh, but true. And then do – is that it? Is that where we're starting? Where we start? uh, oh, nope. Animal Cast back. That's, that's where we're starting is with Animal Cast. What do you prefer, crocodile or alligator? <laughs> Tweet at the show, at Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. I'm Jeremy underscore Baker. What do you prefer, alligator or crocodile? You tweet at the podcast with your take. You could get the chips. Yep. Woo for you. Animal Cast has a couple stories for you today, Karis. Number one, scientists discovered a new a rain frog, and they named it after Greta Thunberg, the uh, teenage environmental activist. So is the frog called Greta, or is it called Greta Thunberg? Uh, it has an outrageously wonderful name that uh, me trying to pronounce it on the radio is going to be uh, hilarious. Uh, Pristimantis Greta Thunberg J. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. I, have, I don't know. This is a Dutch, Latin. I don't know. Whatever they name animals in. Uh, so they find this a beautiful looking frog in the rainforest. They're like, whoa, humans have never seen this frog before. And they name it after Greta. That's kind of nice. And then uh, a scientist, a different scientist, discovered a spider eating worm and named it after Jeff Daniels because of his work in arachnophobia. <laughs> oh, wow. A spy- you know what? They could have named it after my son. He was into eating spiders for a while. Into eating spiders? Yeah, yeah, it was, would it was be sort of like a, you know, it was one summer he thought it was fun. And yeah, we're like, no, nope, no, nope, you know nope, what? One or, one or two, okay, <laughs> but like don't make a habit of eating spiders. Okay, well, I'm, that'll be a thing that will come up at his wedding 100%. Probably. Uh, 100% yes. it will. Yes. Uh, okay, scientists just discover a new animal. Karis, they're going to name it after you. What type of animal do you want named after you? Well, I think I really need to stick with my brand, uh, Pig. <laughs> you know, my last name is Hog. So if there's anything to do with any kind of animal, like a I wild just, boar. Oh new, yeah, a new wild boar is discovered in the tropical forest somewhere. Yeah. Yes, please. I oh, want to be. Oh uh, yeah, a yeah. wild hog with two G's. Yes, that's incredible. That's Verve, Bittersweet Symphony on 102.7 The Peak. Off the album Urban Hymns. And I was just saying to Jeremy that that album reminds me of being in New Zealand in the late 90s. Oh, that nostalgia is so powerful. Yes. Love the old songs. Yeah. I listen to new stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. Yeah, why listen to new songs? But Record companies are so busy buying up old catalogs of music they're not really spending any money on sort of the growth of the music industry on new artists. And I was reading an article that was lamenting this. Bemoaning. Yes. And the title of the article is, Is Old Music Killing New Music? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think any... Yeah, I don't know. The guy had some data that was, was like, yeah, you know, new music is shrinking. So it's like, that is, I guess, the reason. At first I was like, well, old music's always been popular. Yeah. Um, but he's saying it's even more popular and new music is shrinking, even on streaming platforms that in the past were like, this is where you go for new music. 
Yeah, and and old music, old songs apparently now represent 70% of the U.S. music market. Makes sense, so. I've worked in commercial radio so long, it's like A-sides win, you know? Yeah. People say, people, they would write into the radio, and I've worked in modern rock, especially like my whole life. Play more new music. I'm like, totally. But then, you know, we work in the business, and it's like, well, the new music radio stations at the bottom of the ratings, and the 17 above them all play the same jams over and over and over. So people say... I want new music. And then when they're actually in their car, that's why we play 1997's The Verve, Bittersweet <laughs> Symphony, sampling the Rolling Stones 1960s jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or 70s. I don't know what that one is they're sampling. Yeah. Um, because, it, like, when that song came out, it was instantly a hit because it was like, oh, it sounds like the Rolling Stones. You know? Well, and also in this age of streaming music and all of a sudden... There are so many avenues to, you know, different ways to listen to music and different artists that we don't have a a situation now where a few bands get big and lots of people listen to those bands. Yeah, it's like uh, infinity bands. Exactly. So, you know, we don't have we don't live in a culture where, you know, the Beatles would exist because there's no one band that's going to rise above all of the other countless artists making music and so you know the even though there are lots of people out there who love new music we all love way different exactly it's all it's spread out it's spread thin over so many different artists that it's a different animal now it's a it's a different situation and record companies built on the old model i i think don't really know what to do with it Oh, yeah, it's way easier money. It's just like, do the monoculture thing. Let's just, Bruce Springsteen had jams. We know they're jams. We know how many streams he gets every year. We can give him half a billion, yeah, half a billion dollars for his catalog. And we know we'll recoup in this many years. But with the new band, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? And and also when it comes to buying albums, I mean, a lot of, when people buy albums now, I mean, particularly young people, they're physically buying a record. You know, you know, like when was the last time you bought? Did you do you buy music online or do you just stream it? Uh, I mean, in I'm a way, a weird you're person paying... to ask because, like, I I DJ right, um, so I still buy digital songs mm-hmm. uh, because my uh, DJing software um, doesn't use Spotify or streaming or YouTube. Yeah. Um, I need. MP3 in my program, so I'm a weirdo. But yeah, otherwise, like we're only buying um, records, like actual final records. Those are the only albums we buy now. That's that's exactly, and that's same with me too. I pay for streaming, um, and you know I love listening to new music. But if I'm going to go and buy something, you know, especially a whole album, it'll be a record. Yeah, it'll be which right. is weird because it's like ancient technology, and it's one though that you need to count on that when you drop the needle. Front to back, you're going to enjoy good. It's going to be album. worth the thirty dollars, yeah. And you don't have to get up across the room and like skip this song with a record player. It's super like you, you got to count on it. Well, with your new, you love the new band's hit jam that we played on. Check this out. Do they have eight, ten, twelve tracks to, to fill the whole record? I don't know, but I know Led Zeppelin does. Speed is of the essence. <laughs> Text from Mike was wondering what kind of DJ I am. He's like, are you making beats? Are you making... And I'm like, no. (laughs) Song selector kind. And now the 42-year-old dad that lives in the suburb kind. But 
Those days are gone, but they were fun. Mike, oh, thanks for the that, time. That DJ spirit is still alive <laughs> in you, Jeremy. He was like, uh, are you secretly dead mouse? You never know. <laughs> Wearing my little mouse head. No, I was never that good. I played dead mouse songs at yeah. a nightclub. How about that? Absolutely. Uh, all right, you guys, listen to the early show with Karis and Jeremy. Earlier today uh, on the show Debate Club, we do Debate Club every day around 6.30. We kind of take something going on in the news, and then we fight about it um, in a respectful, balanced adult way. Uh, today, we had a vicious fight. If humans could be made a different way, which way is better? This comes from, it began as an Elon Musk tweet. And when he tweets anything, it gets everyone in a lather. He was concerned about uh, population uh, decline. Like the only person that's ever been like, there's not enough humans on the planet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess there aren't enough humans to buy his cars. Yes. That's his concern. The article speculated that if the population goes down, which it will start to do on planet Earth, uh, like maybe at the end of the century, it will start to decline as as birth rates go down. It's just, you know, we're more educated population and we more access to birth control. Uh, there might be less incentive to go to Mars, like to colonize another planet. Yeah, and that'll put a dent in Elon's uh, business vi- plans. Yeah, grand vision. So. so anyway, he was concerned about population decline. That got the uh, crypto bros all in a lather and they wanted to hack making babies. And so they were wondering if, uh, you know, at first, the first question was good. Could we make having babies safer, cheaper, more accessible? All good things. And then they just started like synthetic wombs, et cetera. <laughs> What's the et cetera, dude? <laughs> well, we have added the et cetera. So we have on our uh, debate club tweet here at the peak we got some options. We have the synthetic womb because that just sounds hilarious. It sounds like that's my new band name. Yeah. And the idea of having a synthetic womb that you just keep in your bedroom closet or in your garage. And then you have an app on your phone, Jeremy. You were yeah. thinking maybe, you'd, you know, it would it would tell you when you need to add the this, this fish food to the baby in the yeah, synthetic right. womb. So it grows appropriately. I'm thinking it has sliders, too. So oh, it's like that. I could turn up the brown eyes. But then maybe I change my mind. Oh, could you Slide do that? that down, oh. slide up. But then designer baby in my synthetic womb. Right. Silver right. eyes. Why not? Dream cool. dreams. Let's dream dreams. And while we're dreaming dreams, we're going to add the et cetera on to here. We have three other options. Women laying eggs. That would be different. And I, something that as a child, I always aspired to. Yeah, we see it in the animal kingdom to great results. Yes. I mean, come on. You pop out a smooth little bloop of a, you know, I can pass that. Don't worry about Get it. Get on with your day. Totally. Probably do that in the morning. You probably still make it into the show. Absolutely. So that's an option. Human sea monkeys, because they grow in a little aquarium. And again, you sprinkle in the food and you watch them grow. And it has nothing to do with your internal organs being pushed out of place. You just get to see it there on the shelf and be like, cool. And we thought we could leave them in there longer. Yes. So it's like, we could actually maybe leave them until they're like teenagers. Maybe. If you want to, maybe. Um, And then the last option, uh, and currently the most popular option, men can get pregnant too. I love that. I think there's a, a lot of men voting on this. Thing and just being like, yeah. I think there are some men who would like to experience that. I mean, and let me tell you, it's an experience. And, uh, you know, I had a friend in high school, a guy who's like, man, I think I'd like to try that. And I was like, if there's some way that I could just Red Rover, Red Rover my uterus <laughs> over to you, believe me, bud, I'd do it. A Red Rover. I like that. <laughs> Tight right on this podcast today. Yeah, that's right. 
So just take that idea of a synthetic womb home with you and imagine growing sea monkey human babies. Fun or sitting around the table, dinner talk with your family. Yeah. You know, something fun. Something you, You're bringing something to the conversation today. Yeah, exactly. If you throw this out there, it's like, hey, what if, you know, uh, men could make babies too? Penis people could also make the babies. What about that? And then see, there will be a discussion that unfolds. And you pass the ketchup. Yes. Mm, good times. Good yep. times. Um, all right. Awesome. Good job. Good work, team. Way to go. Thank you for being part of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You can also listen to our live radio program. If you feel like doing that, you can stream it at thepeak.fm. It's 1027 in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday. But we love you also on the podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, five-star rating, positive comment. Uh, tell a friend, friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell a neighbor. Is there anything else you can do? Share, like, mm. subscribe, comment. I think that's pretty much all, all of it at this Those point. Are internet words. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Get our... Search engine optimization up. Yeah, we love getting the algorithm. We in did our talk. Favor. We talked Elon Musk on the show, so that'll help. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's uh, let's go because we gotta go get brunch. Ah. We're having we're having brunch meeting now. If you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are around the world, we're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It's ten twenty two a.m. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.